Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Pop the popcorn, put on your comfiest pajamas, and grab a drink, because it's time for a new episode of Sierra Unfiltered. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of Sierra Unfiltered. If you're listening to the audio version, I just got to let you know, we have my other best friend, Kenzie, here with us today. Hey, guys. <laughs> and we have been literally talking about doing an episode like this since Skylar got pregnant, mm-hmm. where we kind of talk about, like, the different experiences going towards motherhood. So, Kenzie gave birth about five months ago. Yeah. She's a five-month-old. I have a five-month-old. <laughs> Did you just say she is a five-month-old? No, I said she has a five-month-old. <laughs> but, like, you, you're a five-month-old. I, she was yeah. reborn. She was, was. reborn. <laughs> Her life began again when she gave birth. Um, and then Skylar is now eight months pregnant. Oh, my gosh. And Stephen and I are trying to conceive. So Woo-hoo! it's like you guys are... All the different stages. Yeah, all the different stages, yeah. which is really cool. Also, I was vlogging for Vlogmas. If you don't watch my vlog channel, check it out. I'm vlogging every single day. So I'm going to shut this off. Bye vlog. Bye vlog. Bye vlog. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we're going to talk about all the weird things that happen um, as you are trying to conceive, as you get pregnant, as you give birth. And motherhood. Motherhood. <laughs> like, just all the changes. I have a lot of my own questions for you guys that I feel like I'm too embarrassed to ask people usually. <sighs> I'm so excited. And then I also pulled questions from my Instagram of questions that other people are too embarrassed to ask their family and friends who are pregnant. I'm so excited. I'm ready. The pregnancy questions get crazy. They're so funny. I just, every time you guys yeah. tell me something that happens during like breastfeeding or during pregnancy, I'm like, I had no idea that this was a thing. Yeah. Like, there's just so much that the average person who hasn't gone through pregnancy and childbirth doesn't know. Or, like, when I was pregnant and you were like, so when the baby pees in you, do you, like, pee that out? <laughs> Those are the dumb... But seriously, like... I mean, it is weird. But, no, they just yeah. they just swim in it, swallow yeah. it. <laughs> you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. all good. Natural. But I, I do think it's really fun because I feel like we, we've talked about this a lot, I know, of... I feel like people on the internet that are, like, posting, like, the real side of motherhood, a lot of times that's just, like, I didn't do my hair and makeup today. Motherhood's so messy. I haven't showered in three days. I'm like, well, I haven't showered in, like, two weeks. Yeah. (laughs) Not actually. Not actually. It's been, like, it's been a few days, though. Not gonna lie. lie. Well, you smell great. Yeah, you do. You smell fantastic. Oh my gosh. So do we want to hop into it and do our hot takes? Yes. Um... Kenzie, do you want to yeah, go first? Let's have Kenzie go okay. first. Okay. 
We don't know Ken's Baby clothes. I know. I wouldn't tell them. It was a surprise. But (laughs) baby clothes are getting ridiculous. Like, not just, like, the price, but, like, people, like, I don't know. I, like, the trends are changing. That's fine. That's you. I buy the trendy stuff. But, like, there's, like, a onesie, and it has, like, a word on it. And it's, like, $45. And it's, like, why? Because, like, an influencer put their baby in that. And, like, so me and Skylar are just going to make our own. I know. Has Kenzie told you about this? No. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We've been plotting for months. We have a shared Pinterest page. Yeah. So (laughs) Kenzie's mom got, like, a wholesale license. So we're going to buy baby onesies. And then we're going to steal your Cricut machine. And make our own. And we've been, like, making designs that we're going to, like, print on the baby onesies. Oh, my gosh. I love that. I'm so – can I be part – I mean, not for my baby, but for your baby. No, we literally, like, we have a Pinterest board with probably, like, 30 or 40 people. Oh, my gosh. Wait, like, I literally we wanna, like both downloaded the cricket app. Yeah, we and just, we like sent. Yeah, I literally want to like look at my schedule and be like, okay, what day can you guys come over yes. and we just cricket all day? No, seriously, well, because like there were so many onesies that like I was planning on buying from Etsy, and like I'm all for Etsy, like shop yeah. small, totally. support local businesses. But if it just says like be kind on it, and it's like forty dollars for yeah. a zero to three month onesie that like my baby will wear for a day. four times, right? That's ridiculous. Oh yeah, like. We can just print off a thing that says be kind for like 50 cents and then put it on like a $2 onesie. Yeah. Easy peasy. I mean, there's like a lot of stuff we couldn't do. And then again, we can support the like small businesses and stuff. But like it's becoming like such a crazy thing where people like want like just a simple shirt that says like a word on it or has like a sailboat on it and like just things that are so easy and like who can pay that much money for like something so easy like it's crazy one especially all the other costs that you're incurring with a new child in the world yeah well it's also interesting because i feel like both i feel like what you'll find out through listening to this podcast is i feel like kenzie is kind of an in-between of me and sierra like in the ways that you guys are very similar you're like the same and in the ways that we're very similar we're like the same Mm -hmm. and i feel like kenzie and i both like very like minimal minimal simple simple things yeah and i feel like right now that stuff is the most expensive yeah so becoming so popular too which um at all those brands like come on get 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 with it come on yeah. let's stop making really obnoxious baby clothes yeah. baby clothes are so obnoxious they really, really? Are. and like pregnancy clothes skylar and i were doing a video yeah. that's going to be on my main channel soon where we went maternity shopping for her and there was literally like a shirt that just said milk machine yeah, on the yeah. <laughs> or okay. one that was like what'll he be or what'll they'll be what'll they be like stud muffin or sweet cupcake just like really cringy it's like yes i'm giving birth to a pastry <laughs> i'm giving birth to a stud muffin like how weird no it is it's so weird like well, people it, can't just make like super simple like well not even just delving into like just disregarding the whole gender like discussion i feel like for both boys and girls like the clothing is so obnoxious yeah. like every clothing item for like in the boys section is either like tractor related yes. or like construction related no it's so true or it's like naughty boy wild child and then but, all like, the girl stuff is just like butterflies and rainbows and which is cute you know she has yeah. a lot of pajamas that are um like that but I like 
I want just like a plain colored shirt sometimes <laughs> yes. or like yeah. a simple like neutral toned thing. Which, but those are the most expensive. Yeah. I love that you guys are going to DIY your own baby clothes. <laughs> I, I am for that. I will make clothes for Bella and Bruiser oh, at I the love, same time. I love it. Imagine a photo of like you guys holding your babies that say like thing one, thing two, and then me holding Bella and it's like thing <laughs> three. Literally part two of our picture we took at Skylar's baby shower. Yes, exactly. I love that. I love, that would be, we have to do that. We'll have to pick a date. That'd be fun for Vlogmas too. Yeah, it would. It we, really would. We literally like made these plans without even talking to you about it. And yeah. I was like, do you know what Sierra's schedule's like? And Sky's like, well, I think she's pretty busy for like the I next like, couple like weeks I looked weeks at our production week. schedule and I was like, she has something every day. Yeah. Like we. Well, ne- I was literally about to pull up my schedule. Next week I have like, because we're doing a video where I'm trying different types of yoga for a week. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing a class each day. But other than that, and then just like doing Vlogmas, I'm relatively open with like a few calls and meetings and stuff here and there so well it's gonna happen yeah your schedule is crazy tj like wants to do stuff with you and steven again he's like oh but sierra's probably booked till april like (laughs) honestly probably (laughs) i know it's it's it is so hard and i think that's one of my like things that i want to try to be better about Mm -hmm. is like being a little more spontaneous of like saying you know like oh you know what it's okay to like just take a random thursday off and like go to the animal park well, now that you're doing one video a week, too, it's yeah, been, like, I, think, I feel like I've seen you so much And more. that's even during Vlogmas. I think once January hits, and I don't mm-hmm. have really any travel booked for, like, January, February, yeah. I, I'm i doing one, I think I'm going to stick with one video a week and the occasional Tuesday video, mm-hmm. and I won't be doing Vlogmas. Like, I think my schedule, and we just hired on Jessica, Yeah, yeah. I think my schedule in mid to late January, February is going to be, like, pretty easy that'll be so fun though because Skylar's baby will be here and I then like know. you can come hang out with Harlan too and we can do like lots of fun stuff that'll well, be so fun and when we got passes to the San Diego Animal Park um we both got the one where you get to bring a guest anytime you go mm-hmm. so when your baby is here like the three of us can, can go just go all the so time fun. it's so fun last night we assembled the stroller <gasps> and I was like we were putting it together and Kyle was like this is gonna take us on so many Disney trips oh <laughs> that's like, so cute I was like it'll be so fun that is so cute strollers are big yeah. It's like taking up the entire backseat. And expensive. But and expensive. I feel like if you're going to invest in something, like the car seat and the stroller yeah. are like Because you use them every, like every day. Yeah, yeah, like we use our our stroller with such a splurge, but like yeah. I'm obsessed with it and we Same. use it all the time. Okay, dumb baby question. Okay. Um, Like when do you not use a stroller? Because like if you go to the grocery store, mm-hmm. you don't bring the stroller because you're like. I do. Put, you do? But like don't you well, like put the baby in the cart well or you, i guess if she's not old enough well she's in her infant car seat so you can either put her in the cart but then like you have no room for your groceries but like oh. so like if i go with tj one of us will push the stroller with her and one of us will push the cart but oh. going so back then it's to hard your, to go alone right yeah it is especially when they're so young but and then when you don't use a stroller it's pretty much just when they decide that they feel like a, like they refuse to go in it because they're like oh no that's for babies but mm. i'm gonna use the stroller forever because it's yeah. like even if she doesn't sit in it like we can put our stuff in there yeah and, like, I remember so we nice. went shopping and I bought some like heavy ass Bath and Body Works candles. Yeah, and you were like, "Do you want to put them in the stroller?" And I was like, "This is wonderful." Yeah, <laughs> you're like, "I need a stroller. I need a stroller, <laughs> just for life. Yeah. Just for life. Just do for you, shopping." Do you want to do your hot take? Sure. So I feel like my hot take is a lot um, like heavier than okay. both of yours today. So do you want me to MRV? do mine first so that we can end on the more serious one? Sure. Okay. That yeah. way we don't go like from <laughs> yours to mine because mine's like a little. I mean, I think it's serious. 
my hot take is that TikTok is actually really great. Okay, I agree. I did not want to download it. I was like, no, Team Vine, TikTok will never compare. And then I got it and I spent like literally like an hour scrolling through the animals one it's and i would just like really i would scroll and i'd like giggle i'm like okay and then there's like Aww. some man that dances he's like this old man i'm like okay that's funny <laughs> and then like i found like Mackenzie from dance moms and i'm like i was watching all hers and like okay Aww. i i agree okay I agree. you're here you you do not have tiktok yet right so i don't have tiktok i've downloaded it a couple times okay. and then i always end up deleting it after like an hour just because i'm like this is not for me. But it's always because I see, like, a funny tweet that, like, originated on TikTok. Yeah. Like, there was, this, there was this tweet that I retweeted maybe, like, a month ago that was, like, this farmer in Ireland who was just greeting, like, all of his animals as they, like, came out. <gasps> I watched that one. He's all, hello, Clucky. Hello, Roberta. <laughs> and I was like, this is, like, this is the content I need in my yeah. life. So I get on TikTok, and then it's, like, a lot of, I don't know. I think that a lot of the stuff stuff that's like shown to me is really fun yeah yeah like no the, that's so true like if you show me something that you think i specifically would find funny then i always think it's funny because that's been like curated for me right and the same i feel like with things that people repost on twitter like yeah, i'm get, already like, following viral, those people yeah. So, so my favorite thing is that there's a because i go on reddit a lot there's yeah. a reddit that's r slash tiktok cringe and it was <sighs> it started as like exactly what it says tiktok cringe yeah at the beginning maybe six eight months ago maybe yeah. even more like a year ago and it's evolved into just like a compilation of actually genuinely funny tiktoks hmm. and so it started as like haha look at these dumb kids on tiktok and then it slowly became like okay i didn't have anywhere else to post this but like i saw this tiktok and it was like really funny and now the entire thing is just like yeah. actually funny TikToks. see i don't like scroll through tiktok regularly <laughs> for the past week but i'm like the same as skylar like i see stuff on twitter and i'm like oh that's funny and then it is harder like i feel like it's not the, quite the same as vine where you can just no. like scroll and everything's so funny but like if i'm super bored and i've already like gone on all my other social media like i'll literally go to the animals tab and i just watch all those Aww. ones because they're so cute and they're so funny so that's my hot take i think tiktok is really funny and i do think it's kind of becoming like vine 2.0 i've seen a lot of like compilations <laughs> on youtube that are like tiktoks that have big vine energy and big i vine energy. And, and i will admit there are some tiktoks that are just like kind of because it used to be musically yeah and yeah. i was not into musically but yeah. like i think there are some tiktoks that are more like that but there's definitely a side of it that's very like big vine energy well, it's yeah. cool, too, because they're longer than Vine. Yeah. So it's, like, you can get more stuff in it. It's yeah. not like Vine was, like, what, seven seconds? Something yeah. like that. So, yeah. like, that part's cool, but I don't think it'll be at Vine's level. Well, but see, but I also feel like Vine got cooler when it went away. Yeah, that's like, true. 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 That's true. It's, it's so, like how people look back on, like, VHSs now and are like, oh, my God, remember, like, Disney VHSs? I'm like, <laughs> no, you had to rewind it. There were previews at the beginning. Like, yeah. The tape would skip. Nope. It was not. That's so true. I'm like, like such a fake Vine fan. Like I didn't spend I any time on Vine and then they took it away. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's ruining my life. I know. I've spent way more time watching Vine compilations on YouTube than I have like on actively Vine. in the app. Yeah. I guess it's true what they say. You don't really know what you got till, till it's, it's gone. gone. So who knows? In like two years, I might be watching a bunch of TikTok compilations. Yeah. I'd be gonna, like, wow, if, TikTok. I'm gonna send you more funny TikToks because I've only sent you do. like two. Can we start a group message of just TikToks? TikToks. Yes. yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Send TikToks us your funniest TikToks. Yes. 
Uh-huh. Um, do you want to do your hot take? Sure. So I feel like mine is a real hot take. Um, I... Wow, so you're saying mine was fake? Okay. <laughs> Baby fake clothes news. isn't important. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Continue. No, yours were, your both of yours were very good hot takes, and I agreed with both of yours. Um, and I think you both agree with mine. Yeah. Mine is that I personally do not believe in spanking. I, like, I just don't think that it is ever the answer to, like, physically touch your, like, hurt your child to show that, like, what they're doing is bad. Like, I just, I I think that to each their own, I, I definitely understand that, like, spanking has different levels mm-hmm. of, like, there's a difference between, like, lightly tapping your child and, like... Whipping out the belt. <laughs> yeah. And so, I like, I understand that... And I understand that every child is different. I understand that it's, like, the parent's prerogative. But for me personally, I – if I found out that, like, I had sent my son to my parents' house or to Kyle's mom's house or if I was gone for the weekend and I found out that Kyle hit our child for any reason, like, I would probably ask for a divorce. (laughs) Like, I just cannot – wrap my brain around the fact of like laying a someone hitting my child yeah. yeah like you as the adult I feel like are responsible for controlling your own emotions and I feel like there are so many better ways to I mean positively affirm your child but then also if you're going to have negative reinforcements to not make it so physical brash. I just feel like there's so many alternatives to you know disciplining or reinforcing or all of that like yeah. I feel like spanking comes more from like the anger of like your like of the parent like you know yeah. if, if your kid does something and it makes you so so mad you just have like the urge to like hit your kid I feel like that's more for you it's not really teaching them yeah. just because there's so many other ways that you can teach well, your kid not to do that and obviously like there are still a lot of parents nowadays and like even young parents who choose to do that um I think that we are kind of in the age of like people giving millennials crap for like give every kid a trophy like haha like never spank your child treat your child like x y and z but I think at the end of the day if you look at all of those things that are like like soft yeah they're they're all a lot more compassionate and they all like give your child tools to cope with things in the future so much more I mean well I think there's this idea especially in the older generation of like I've had multiple I've heard multiple people say things like that kid just needed to be hit or like that kid wasn't spanked enough as a as a or like that man clearly wasn't spanked enough as a child I remember my friend Corey and I were like going up a ski lift and there was like this not even that old guy like maybe 35 40 like young middle age that's it and um there were like two teenagers like putting stickers on like a pole and he was like someone needed to spank those kids when they were a kid there's just not enough hitting these nowadays like I was spanked as a kid and everyone's so sensitive like just some random guy in a ski lift and I'm thinking like okay maybe those first of all all kids do stupid things sometimes they're just putting stickers on a pole second of all I don't think the solution to that is like hitting your kids more spanking does not I agree like solve anything I just completely like I I feel like I'm aghast like I don't understand how we're like so protective of our children in so many ways and then in other ways it's like yeah you can't hit other adults but like a two-year-old 
fine. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, that's an okay term, or that's an okay thing, and, like, we have terminology for it. Like, yeah. that's, like, that's not this, or that is acceptable because it's spanking. You mm-hmm. don't hit anyone, but I can hit you. <laughs> yeah, like, I just, I don't know. I don't think anything productive comes of it. But, again, that's, like, my personal opinion, yeah. and I am not saying that, like, if you spank your child, like, you're a bad person I think like every child is different I just know that like no matter what kind of child I have and no matter what situation I'm in Mm -hmm. like that's never acceptable for me or like anyone around my children to do to my children yeah I agree I I definitely won't spank my kids yeah I won't spank Harlan either Wow. It's, especially when you united. Have it, it's so sad. Like, she's so cute. Even when she's, like, naughty and she's crying and I do get frustrated, I'll, like, look at her and sometimes she'll, like, look at me and smile. I'm like, you're being so bad, but I love you so <laughs> much. That's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Do you have a bump date that you want to do? Ooh. I know, um, like, this whole podcast is kind of, like, bump, bump date related, date. but anything yeah. specific. Um, I just went to my first class, which was super exciting. Yeah, I went to my childbirth class, which was, like, from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., and it was, like, one of the best experiences ever. I felt like I learned so much from it. I feel like... The, the only thing that was, like, negative was I felt like I did get a lot more anxiety around, like, cesarean births and some mm. of the things that, like, can go wrong, but I feel like I'm a lot more educated on those yeah. things because of it. Like, I was telling Sierra earlier, I didn't even know that you can request, like, a family-centered cesarean birth so that, like, if that happens... You, there are ways to make it like so that you can breastfeed so right after you can, you can have baby, skin yeah. to skin and and I feel like just being educated on those things totally like Hel- helps a lot yeah. yeah yeah it can be I'm I'm sure that can be like really scary because now because you are more educated about it you know yeah what the possibilities are but it also do you feel like it's calming at all now that you know like okay oh, yeah. if this goes wrong I know what I need to know or about you it. know it's, what's gonna happen like okay yeah. if worse comes to worse you know if mm-hmm. I do need to have this done like you know what's gonna happen oh, like you absolutely. know that it's gonna be okay it might not like, be what you wanted but it'll be okay yeah I feel like it's like everything in life I feel like knowledge is power and so <laughs> I feel like being educated on things like can sometimes be a little scary like we were even talking earlier about like both Kenzie and I struggle really badly with anxiety and so a lot of times like becoming informed on the scary things that are happening in life can cause you more anxiety but at least also, then you're aware I and feel can, like, like it's cope. like a little both though like it yeah. causes more anxiety but it also reassures you a little bit at the same time yeah because you at least like aren't going into it blind exactly you can plan for like if X, Y, and Z happen, then here's what I want yeah, totally. Yeah, to do. Do you recommend but, for, like, oh my those gosh, kind of classes? A million percent. We and have, yours was through your hospital, right? Or yeah, your so insurance? We have a bunch more classes to attend. I think the, the only one that's offered, because my, like, my insurance, I'm through Kaiser, and Kaiser covers, like, a certain amount of classes, and then also the hospital that I'm giving birth at has classes. Yeah. Oh. And so it's cool because... I feel like with, I don't know, like with my childbirthing class, that was through the hospital yeah. that I like got signed up through. So everything that they were talking about, like even with the facilities, everyone in the class like 
It was a shared experience. So you weren't, like, hearing things. You're like, oh, wow, I should see if my hospital offers that. It's like, this is what your hospital offers. Yeah. And so it was really cool. Your OB will give you, like, information on that, though. Like, especially if you go through the same hospital that I went through. Yeah. Um, There's classes through the hospital, and then there's also um, classes, like, uh, there's a, the hospital that's kind of close to us. I almost went to a class there. I actually didn't do most any of the classes. Yeah. But they are all my friends that did. They really recommend them. They're so yeah. Yeah. good. I'm Yeah, I'm doing all of the classes but one because one was like totally booked out because we like switched our insurance. But I'm excited. I'll keep the podcast updated on like what classes are helpful. Yeah. I'm hoping that all of them are super helpful. <laughs> I, I mean, I think as a first time parent though, I, I would, all of them would probably be yeah. like, because I mean, there's like the parenting classes, mm-hmm. there's the breastfeeding classes, yeah. there's the childbirth classes. Well, and I feel like it's like the random ones that I'm not super sure how helpful they'll be. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to a class on Wednesday, which is tomorrow um that's like what to expect after expecting so it's all like postpartum stuff but also I've watched so many like postpartum videos and I've talked to my doctor about postpartum and so it'll be interesting to see like from my healthcare provider Mm -hmm. what they think is important to include in the class well that's actually really interesting because I didn't even know there was a class about postpartum and it, it like they don't I mean I feel like you give birth and they're like okay bye like yeah (laughs) good luck have fun Mm -hmm. and there's your body's going through so many changes like it just like your body just mostly like you go home and like your uterus is still so high like it's weird Mm -hmm. like when is that gonna go down like it's just I'm sure we'll get more into that later but I do have one question just like off the bat was it scary like getting into the car with Harlan leaving the hospital for the first time and they're like okay bye good luck and you get into the car and have that moment of like oh my gosh like it happened we're going home and then for the rest of my life and this child's life like it's us it was in the well I was more scared like driving like being in the car with her like you know like she's just I don't know it but it is it was really weird leaving the hospital and it's just like you anyone can just have a baby and then they're just like okay see ya and then you just like take the baby and you go home and it it was it was it was really weird but I was tired and I was excited and I was super I like wanted to go home super bad and I have like from nannying like so much experience it wasn't like scary for me like I knew what to expect I knew what was gonna happen it was more just like crazy yeah weird like mind-blowing yeah so here's a question that I feel like all three of us can maybe answer what do you think like going into pregnancy or being pregnant and then like, what do you think was the thing that you were most intimidated by or, like, the most scared about? And then what was the thing that you were the most excited about? Because I know, like, even, like, when I was preconception, there were things that, like, I was nervous about and things that I was really excited about. Because so, for me, I yeah. – oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go. <laughs> I was going to say, for me, I feel like postpartum is what I'm the most nervous about. Yeah. Like, I feel like childbirth, like, I mean, who knows what will happen, but I feel like – I have, like, I've been educated. The people there are educated. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I have, like, my whole support system around me. Like, even if I don't know what I'm doing because I'm a first-time mom, like, these people see so many births right. every day. I'll have, like, my friends and family there with me. Like, I know that at the end of the day, like, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, this baby isn't going to stay in me for the rest of my life. Right. Whereas postpartum, I feel like everyone's journey is so different and I just don't totally know what to expect 
I was the same about giving birth just because Mm -hmm. everyone's like, oh, are you nervous? Are you nervous? And I was like, no, because, I mean, no matter what happens, like you said, like, the baby's going to come out. Like, I'm not nervous because whatever's going to happen is going to happen regardless. Yeah. Like, the doctors know what they're doing. Like, there's just, I don't know. It was just in my brain. I was like, it's just going to happen. So there was no part, like, no sense in being, like, scared for that necessarily. I think before I got pregnant, I was just nervous about the pregnancy itself because my mom was so sick and then I ended up also being sick but I had a really hard pregnancy and just the entire time was just so like I just had so much anxiety like and that's it was just just pregnancy like itself that was the part that I really had a problem with but then birth went great postpartum was great it was just like the pregnancy that was just I had so much anxiety around that Yeah. yeah What about so, you? Is there something? I'm not pregnant. I'm yeah. trying to get pregnant. And so to me, kind of the whole thing is a big question mark. Yeah. But it's funny that you guys said you weren't nervous at all about birth because when I think about like the future and the potential of like getting pregnant and having a child, the thing that I am most scared about is birth. That's so really? interesting. Yeah. Like, but I feel like that's birth? so normal. Like I, yeah. feel, I feel like if you were to ask like 95% of women, yeah. they would say childbirth yeah it's a very physically daunting thing it seems so terrifying like I mean and I'm not like on a pain level like I know I'll be able to handle it whatever yeah I think just like all of it because it's just crazy it's just crazy like I I remember watching the footage of your birth and (laughs) well first of all our edits were so ridiculous I had like a whole night of like Harlan sleeping in the like in the crib and I was sitting in the room just like adding different music to, to like, like her the literal footage of my daughter coming out like, of my body. <laughs> She's like circle of laughs. So bad. And then we put on Push It by Salt and Pepper. Yeah. It was like push, push it. it. Uh, push it really. But <laughs> like so it was funny. Like I yeah. we were laughing about it, but in inside internally I was like, how does this happen? Like that this is gonna happen to me maybe someday? Like yeah. it honestly like is not crazy like it was not like I expected at all like you learn like I thought you're literally pushing constantly for however long it takes no you just push when there's a contraction so like I'd have a contraction and And that's only in the I think the fourth stage of or the third stage of labor so there are like four stages of labor yeah and you're only pushing for this one Mm. and for most people that's I think it said from like 30 minutes when you say pushing my whole body like tenses up I'm like Oh my gosh! I pushed for like out a an hour and a half, which is yeah. which was normal for like first time, like never done that before. Yeah. But um, no, it was weird because like you only push when you have your contraction. So you'd have a contraction and you'd push three times for ten seconds each, which my doctor counted to ten so slowly, <laughs> it was so horrible. I'd get to like seven, and I was like, "Can you count faster?" <laughs> One but, alligator. No, she'd be like, "One, come on, come on, sweetie." two <laughs> come on you got this push really hard push from the back three and I'm like I don't I can't hold my breath for that long yeah. but no and it 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 it's almost relaxing because you push and then you get a break and you just hang out and everyone yeah. like checks their phone and you know does something and then you're like oh I feel another one and everyone's like okay get ready and like it, it's well, just that so wait how well, long is the break between pushes where a, people are checking their phones I mean it depends how 
far apart your contractions are. How but long were mine yours? actually slowed down when I was in that final stage of labor, which yeah. kind of was annoying. But well, so it was probably every like couple minutes. So we had okay. a we had a couple minutes though where I was yeah. just sitting there like, oh, I'm tired. I wish she would come out now. Yeah. Well, and, and what I thought was really interesting too is that uh, apparently a lot of women. I think it was like 50 percent of women or something. But so. You have your first stage of labor, which is, like, early labor. So that's, like, you – I think your – um, oh, my gosh. Your cervix goes from the size of, like, a baby bell, like the little cheeses, to the size of a donut in that first stage of labor. There's, like, a chart that yeah. shows, like – So how... eventually it, like – Jessica's behind the camera. <laughs> and she and I are – you guys are sitting there, like, talking so normally. And Jessica and I are just making eye contact, like – you're you're hearing this right no like, you this need is to wild. look at a dilation chart because well, it shows yeah. like when it's 10 centimeters and it's crazy and you're like there's yeah. no way the final stage is like my lady specifically said like an einstein bagel from costco <laughs> like that's like oh your 10 gosh. centimeters um oh she also made us suck on lifesavers because she was saying it's interesting how your cervix like thins out like it doesn't just get like bigger it, it, it like thins to it almost thins nothing too so, like, if you were to suck on a life, <laughs> Sierra and Jessica are about to barf. No, I think I, it's I so need, interesting. This is the information I want. These are yeah. the pregnancy hot takes that I I want to know these things. Like, I want to know about the Einstein bagel and the baby bell. Well, but so what I think is, like, the most interesting is after, so that's, like, your first stage. Okay. And then you get dilated to a certain amount. Your contractions are, like, five minutes apart whatever and then you go to the hospital and then you have your second stage of labor which is like maybe you get an epidural it's like the waiting game basically whatever and then you have transition which apparently is like the worst but then after transition a lot of women will just have like a 30 minute or hour long break where like nothing really happens like you're just kind of like chilling i remember watching colleen ballinger's birth blog and she was like editing on her laptop like yeah. in the hospital and in my brain as someone who's never given birth yeah I I and at the at the time that she gave birth and that video went out you hadn't either and in my brain it was like labor is like active all the time and yeah. like you're there you're pushing you're doing this your you're water doing that. breaks and you rush to the yeah, hospital yeah, and your baby comes out right when you get there that's yeah. what I thought and so then the the visualization of her like sitting in her hospital bed like editing I'm like wait labor is not at all what my dumb brain thought it was no i also think it it really depends on like how medicated you are for it too i think if you're having a natural birth like there probably really isn't any chill time where you could be like sitting (laughs) editing also like certain drugs or certain like if you're someone who gets like really filled with adrenaline you can be really shaky or like Mm. i think that there are like there are constantly things happening it's like what you're doing, like, medication-wise, what you're doing, like, breathing-wise. They yeah. check like, you a lot, too. Like, okay. they're coming in the room, and they're checking to see your dilation. They're checking to see, like, how a face you are, which is your cervix thinning out. And they're yeah. like, oh, it's paper thin. You're like, oh, yeah. cool. Well, and I didn't even know, apparently, like, a terminology or a term that they use a lot is, like, what station your baby's mm-hmm. at. So, like, the station is basically, like, how far down your baby is. Oh. So they'll be like, you're at, like, let's say you're at a 10, you're like effaced, you're everything is good, but your baby's at like a negative one station. So we have to wait for your baby to drop more before mm-hmm. you can start pushing. And that's what happens. There's to like me. a checklist. Yeah. That's why that's why for me, because you were like, Oh, should I come? Should I come? And I was like, No, I'm gonna be here for a while. But yeah, yeah. yeah, my baby was still high and she needed to drop so much more, but 
It was just, That's crazy. yeah. It, okay. Let's take a pee break and a sponsor break. Woo. And then we will hop into kind of all the weird questions and the process of getting pregnant. And we have to do your sister sister update. Oh, yes, let's do that before we go. Um, so my sister sister update, which we decided is gonna be like sister, like C Y S T E R, where I point to my cysts and my ovaries, and then like sister. Like, I was literally, I was typing it out in like our production schedule thing, and I was like, Sierra, so is it like sister sis like how do I spell this and then she spent like five minutes like debating, debating. with herself yeah, so and I was like but this isn't going to be spelled out anywhere except for for us and that's why I came up with the hand motions it's sister sister, sister, sister. time like <laughs> my sis and my oh sisters my you guys so um sister sister time um I met with my dietitian I think a week and a half two weeks ago mm-hmm. and I have now for the past week and a half uh, I think just a little over a week, been on a high protein, low carb vegetarian diet, and I feel fantastic. Don't know how it's affecting my PCOS yet, but on a personal level, I feel really energetic. I don't feel like I'm restricting myself. I feel like fuller longer in my yeah. meals, and I hope it's positively affecting my PCOS because mm-hmm. I just feel so good, and I'm glad that like I've made this change for myself because it's helped me feel better. I feel well, like oh sorry. oh no after you because it's designed like specifically for you like it that's probably so helpful like your yeah. dietitian knows like looked at your blood work like knows what your body needs like what's gonna like you know so it makes right. sense that you would feel so good. Well, and also I feel like just on a self care level of I know. I have much better weeks when Kyle and I sit down and, like, figure out what we're eating for the week and, like, go grocery shopping on a Sunday and, like, get healthy, good food. I feel like, yeah, I feel like just having that even scheduled out, even if you fluctuate and are, like, loose with it, just knowing, like, I have a ton of, like, good food that's good fuel for my body in my house that's been approved by my dietitian that I like and I picked out, I feel like it's so good for your mental health. I agree. It's been so good. I'm a little bit nervous because tomorrow I'm going up to LA mm-hmm. for the Streamy Awards, which as you guys are watching this will have already happened. <gasps> that's um, crazy. I know, right? So I'm going to be up in LA for four days mm-hmm. and I'm a little bit nervous about just being able to keep up with this as I'm yeah. traveling. This is, you know, going to be different than just going into my fridge. So I think my plan is um we have a mini fridge in our room so Stephen mm-hmm. and I are gonna like go to the grocery store when we get That's... there get some like and I'm bringing some snacks with me awesome. and then I'm planning on eating a lot of sweet green because there is a chickpea salad that I really like and chickpeas mm-hmm. are high in protein and I always feel really good when I eat that so and I'm sure you'll find a chipotle I, around there true. I can have chipotle <laughs> so that's great um yeah we'll take our break and we'll be right back Woo. So this episode of Sierra Unfiltered is brought to you by Cash App, the number one finance app in the App Store. Cash App is a free app that makes it super easy to instantly send money to your friends. So all the time we go out to eat together, we'll have a girls night, we'll go out with our husbands and uh, trying to split up the check can be kind of difficult or maybe you're going to a concert, your friend buys the tickets, you want to pay them back, but you don't want to walk around with a bunch of cash in your wallet you can just cash app them. It makes it really, really easy. And cash app also comes with the cash card, a free debit card that comes with boosts, which are like instant rewards for shopping at the places that you already love. So you can get big discounts off your entire purchase at places like DoorDash, Whole Foods, Target, and many, many others. It is literally like having credit card perks, but packed into a free debit card. 
And one of our favorite things about working with Cash App is that we're working together to support an organization that we love and believe in, and that is the Trevor Project. The Trevor Project is an amazing organization that offers resources and support to LGBTQ plus youth. They have crisis intervention and suicide prevention, and I am a huge fan of the work they do, and I'm just so excited that Cash App wants to work with us to support them. It makes me really excited. So if you sign up for Cash App and use promo code UNFILTERED, not only will you receive $10, but Cash App will donate $10 to the, the Trevor Project. And we just love that, love them. You guys get $10, Trevor Project gets $10. So don't forget to use promo code UNFILTERED when you download Cash App from the App Store today. Thank you, Cash App. Thank you. Woo-woo. Cash App. Can't wait to Cash App you guys for all the baby onesies. I know. When we go to Hobby Lobby together, we don't have to worry about splitting it up. We cash can App. Cash App it up. Do we want to jump back into it? Yeah. Let's. Where do so, we want to start? I think what what I think is I think we should start like at the beginning of the journey and then Let's work. Start at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Very good place work, to start. Then like work to the end. So okay. I feel like maybe if we start with like preconception and then end with like postpartum. Okay. And then we answer all the weird funny questions. Okay. So. Do we want to go in the order of like you had first then you and then hopefully me someday yeah one of my favorite funny facts too is that our order of if I potentially get pregnant someday our order of that is the reverse order of when we got married yeah that's true oh I was the first to get married then Skylar then Kenzie Kenzie was the first to get pregnant then Skylar and then if I ever get pregnant I will be the last one I'm but. so happy with my spot in the middle. <laughs> it's so great because I feel like I get to like receive advice and give advice. No, that's so true. It's really and nice. And I'm like just jumped right but into see, this little baby. But also the tail ends are fun because I feel like when you're the first person, then that's like extra special. Yeah. Of like when you were the first person to get married, like yeah. me and Kenzie were just all over it. And also I think I was totally happy being the first one to get married. I was like very comfortable with like planning a wedding mm-hmm. and, and that kind of thing. I did not want yeah, to be the first one to get pregnant. Yeah, you always said that. I yeah. feel like that's nice, too, for you, because then when you do get pregnant and you have a baby, like, we've been through that. Yeah. So, like, anything, like, you know, there, yeah. you have us to, I like, feel like give I, you advice. I need and, that. Like, yeah. yeah. And I feel like you were probably the one who was most prepared to be the first totally. to give birth because yeah, you nannied totally. for how many years? Like Forever. Yeah. Like, from the day they were born till the day they went to school. So, yeah. it's yeah. just, Yeah. Crazy. But yeah, so let's go in order of of that. Okay. So do you want to talk about kind of your preconception <laughs> journey? Well, we got married and we weren't exactly trying, but we weren't like not trying. Right. Yeah. And then, so we got married in September and then surprise in October. Um, yeah, I was pregnant. So there's <laughs> not, <laughs> there's not really like a journey that we really went on like didn't like we knew we wanted to have a baby within you know maybe like the next year yeah um but it was kind of just like when it happens it happens and it happens like (laughs) but it was funny because I dressed up um as like a pregnant person for Sierra's Halloween party and literally like a couple days later I found out I was like actually pregnant and I was like Okay, it's it's uh, it's happening. We're doing this. When you actually were pregnant, when I was, when you dressed up yeah. as a pregnant lady, That's you just so didn't funny. know. Yeah. So, um, my new costume is like the lottery winner. I'm gonna dress up as that. <laughs> next. Just 
just you know, putting it out just there. Just putting it out there. So how did you find out and how did you tell TJ, your husband? I started feeling so sick. Like from mm-hmm. like some people are like, oh, like it really picks up around like, you know, six to eight weeks. No. <laughs> like the second that the, you know, it happened. I <laughs> felt so sick. I like I like that we literally were just like, yeah, and then your cervix becomes the size of an Einstein bagel. And you're, you don't want to say, like, sperm the, and egg. The second the sperm hit the egg, <laughs> I was sick. But, like, literally, like, the second the pregnancy hormone was, like, in my body, I was, like, throwing up. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, what the heck is going on? And, um... Yeah, I just didn't feel good. And then I was like, okay, this is, like, really weird. Like, yeah. I knew my mom got super sick when she was pregnant. Had you missed your period yet? No. Okay. So I found out really early just because yeah. I was so sick. And I took a pregnancy test one day just, like, whatever. And it was positive. And I was kind of like, huh, okay. That's why. What kind of pregnancy test was it? It was, like. Was it, like, a digital one that said pregnant? pregnant? Or did it have, like, lines? No, it had a line. Was it like a faint think, line or was it like a definitive like it was oh, that's the first time lines. it was pretty pretty like faint but yeah. like enough to where I was like okay You're well like, that's I not... should take another did one. you take another one right then no I didn't I was just kind of like mm, I guess I'm, I mean if you know whatever so then <laughs> TJ so catchy TJ, I know I'm just like you're well, so funny I'm pregnant I feel like you and correct me if I'm wrong because I don't want to like assume your like life experience don't assume about me <laughs> but I feel like but I feel like you have like such anxiety about certain things and, and then, then other things you're just like the most chill no, person no totally about. like I have raging <laughs> like, I anxiety imagine. and then I'm like oh huh I'm pregnant weird <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Kenzie traveled a lot with me and my dad in high school, and my dad's joke was that you were his favorite person to travel with because, like, you never – you don't have strong opinions about, like, a lot of things. Yeah. So, but you also – like, you're easy to please. So, like, we'd be in the hotel room, and my dad would be like, do you guys want to go out to dinner? And you're like, yeah. Yeah, I could. Sure, sure. I could He'd be like, where Where do you want to go? Whatever. I don't care. Whatever's fine. How about Benny Hanna? Love oh, that. I love Benny Hanna. Let's go. <laughs> like, you're just so totally go with the flow. Chill. Yeah. But I feel like part of that is actually from anxiety yeah. because it's like, where do you want to eat? And it's like, I don't know. I could I could eat anywhere. And yeah. then they're like, oh, do you want to go here? And like, I might not actually like that place, but I'm like, I'll find something. Yeah. But, but I think that's why we always like got along so well and traveled so well because I'm such like a I, I'm, like decision person. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. like, I'm a planner and you feel I your anxiety is relieved knowing that I have everything planned totally like I love traveling with you because like if something goes wrong I know Sierra is gonna take care of it like traveling with TJ I have so much anxiety because like (laughs) if we miss our plane like what are we gonna do like I'm gonna have to be the adult but like with Sierra she'll just like book us a new flight yeah (laughs) like take care of it or like our wi-fi wasn't working in the hotel my wi-fi and you called for me (laughs) but yeah no um wait so you so you found out and we're just like oh so i was like interesting i think (laughs) and then just like sat on i feel like i was just i was just in shock though because i was just like hmm okay um (laughs) that's gonna be my new kenzie sound Hmm. Okay. All right. right. Um, So then TJ was playing Fortnite. (laughs) And I opened the door and I just kind of stared at him. And he was just like looking up for me with his headset on. He's like, what? And I was just like, "Mm," like, Kenzie, "Mm." I love you very much, but I feel like living with you sounds kind of stressful. It sounds like a horror movie. Like, my wife's in the bathroom, like, taking positive pregnancy tests. And then she just walks in and stares at me. Yeah. Like, oh, and he's like, and he's like, what? And I was just like, and then I, did like, he know you were gonna go take a, were you like I feel sick I'm gonna go take a pregnancy test or were you just like I'm going to the bathroom 
Um, well, I wasn't. I just took it. So he didn't even know I was taking one. Oh. Skylar's like about to have Wild. a panic attack. Um, but no. And then he like, I just like brought him in the bathroom and I just like showed him. I didn't like really. Say, and he was just like, Wait, what do you mean you showed? Did you? Just, I showed like, him. Were you like a mime? Were you like? Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> like, did Here you it say is. like? Hey, like, come in the bathroom. I have something to show you. Or yeah, did, no, did you I just, did. Like, grab him. No, I did. I said that, and then I like, and then I showed it to him, and he was just like, uh, and then it, we were both kind of just like, huh? <laughs> okay. It sounds like a lot of silence. No, it was a lot of silence it, and a lot of. Huh. All right. No, I th- and then he was definitely in shock because then he like you know turned. Well, his, he didn't even know you were turned his it. game off. You yeah. know, it's real. He turned. He, he's like, I gotta go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> turned his go, guys. I am pregnant. Yeah, I am gonna be a dad. <laughs> so and then I don't even. I honestly don't even oh. remember what happened after that. Oh my God. But it was just yeah, like our. <laughs> preconception and conception <laughs> and telling journey was just very like okay well and then you guys didn't tell anyone for no. a long time you waited the three months to tell well anyone. i waited i probably waited more than that because you told me in december i told yeah no i told you when i was like 15 weeks i oh. have just yeah. based off stuff that i've gone through in the past i had so much anxiety about being pregnant and I think that's partially too why I wasn't excited initially I was more scared and I like after it hit me like I did like cry because I was like so scared I was like okay like this is scary like something could go wrong like so and then I didn't want to tell anybody just because like you didn't even tell Sierra no which is so like not like me like I didn't tell anyone I told my mom we didn't tell TJ's family until when I told you also. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, so just things that had gone through in the past. Like, I had anxiety, but I went to the doctor, and I went every – I had ultrasounds every week until I was, like, a certain point just to, like, make sure everything was going to be okay. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of when I got more comfortable with people knowing. But I just – I'm such a suffer in silence type of person you that, are. like – if something happened, like, I don't want people to feel bad for me and be like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, because that would not make me feel better. And, yeah. like, I just – it was just so crazy. I kept it to myself, and but everything worked out. So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm just in the beginning, very not like anything yeah. that you guys went through or what you guys are doing right now, just yeah. kind of like, oh, okay. And then, yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's funny because I feel like it really, like, says a lot about, like, our three personalities. Oh, I feel like – each phase that we're going to walk through, I mean, like, Sierra's not pregnant yet, so we aren't going to be talking about, like, how did you feel in the third <laughs> trimester? Right. But I feel like everything, especially with, like, preconception and want, how we want to raise our kids, I feel like you are just kind of, you have the experience already. Yeah. And you're just kind of more go with the flow about things. Yeah. Of, like, cool, this is what's happening. Yeah. Let's take care of it. Let's, like, do it the right way. And I feel like I... I, like, try to be as prepared as possible. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like Sierra actually is as (laughs) prepared as possible. Actually taking the steps Like, I did all the research that said, like, I should go to the dentist before we start trying, or I should do this. But, like, I didn't actually do all of those things. I did, like, half of them. So what was your, from you and Kyle deciding, we want to start trying to have a baby. Yeah. Um, Because you had a more, like, planned planned out. out. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, well, Kyle travels a lot for work, and also our life is just, like, 
very crazy. And so we knew that we wanted to start trying. And so, and we had been talking about it for a while of like, yeah, we should really sit down and like print out a calendar and mark off like, like XXX, like cannot have a baby this month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, because if you got pregnant in a certain month and then nine months after that, Kyle was going to be gone for three weeks. Yeah. You didn't want to end up in that situation well, where he's gone for the birth. I didn't want him to be gone for like me being nine months pregnant. I didn't want him to be gone for the birth and I didn't want him to be gone for like the first postpartum, yeah. like important time. So it was like a big chunk of time. But then also it's like, He's gone, like, he's gone currently when we're filming this. Yeah. But he's only gone for a couple days, and so... And this is his last trip before. Yeah. And so we, like, sat down and we printed everything out, and then we, like, circled, like, okay, like, can try these couple weeks, yeah. can try these couple weeks. Um, and then we realized, we're like, hmm, so that means we're, like, in go time. Like, yeah. <laughs> like if we wanted to, we could start trying, like... Right now. Um, Want to go in the bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, my dad listens to this. Hey, Erin. Um, no, but so then I, I was like, oh my God, we could start trying right now. And so then I was like, okay, well, I know that I need to like be on prenatals first. I know that I need to do things before we get there. But I also was really baby crazy. And so I like went on Amazon and I literally spent the next like probably six hours doing research mm-hmm. on like what ovulation tests do you take? What prenatals do you take? Like, do I need iron supplements? Like, I eat mostly vegan. Like, what does that mean and everything? And so it was, like, kind of an in-between of you guys of I knew that I wanted it to happen, like, then and there. But also I was like, well, I want to start tracking my ovulation mm-hmm. because because we were trying in such specific times. Yeah. Like, if there was a week in that month where we couldn't be trying, but if I was going to be ovulating, like, that would affect And things. it is crazy, too, because there's literally only a few days a month that you yeah. can get pregnant. And how long had you been off birth control at that point? Um, for a long time. Okay, so you got off the pill a while before that. I don't even know. I mean, this is, like, pregnancy brain. I literally don't, don't know. <laughs> Maybe, like, six months beforehand? Okay seven months something like that Kyle Kyle gave me crap this morning he was like so I listened to the podcast and you didn't even remember my birthday or that we were in London for our anniversary or and I was like I literally don't remember anything just so wait it gets worse there's yeah. pregnancy brain you're like oh my gosh I feel so like such an idiot and then there's mom brain where you're just like tired you're like I'm sleep deprived and you and... leave the house without everything and yeah. it's just <laughs> It's the worst. Yeah. So, so I so I don't remember how long I was off birth control, but for quite a while. Um, but, like, we had been using, like, other forms of protection. Um, but, yeah. So we, like, had planned out everything. And it took us a couple months to get pregnant. Again, I don't remember exactly how many months. But I feel like part of that was just, like, luck of the draw. And then I feel like part of that was, like, me figuring out, like, what ovulation actually means on an ovulation Mm -hmm. test and like taking the right tests because like I think at first I started out with those ones you buy at CVS that you take like when you think you're ovulating that are basically pregnancy tests and it tells you like yep you're ovulating but it might be like too late or something like that and so I think once I started taking them every day with like that test that we've talked about so many times that's when it like really got to be more exact Um, and then I was actually leaving up to LA for work for a week 
and I had just been taking these like cheap little pregnancy tests mm-hmm. come with your ovulation pack and so I had just been taking those every morning with my ovulation test like not even thinking about it so I was like there's a zero percent chance I'm gonna find out I'm pregnant from this like cheap little stick yeah, yeah. and so I just was doing it like to use them up because I was already like peeing in a cup yeah <laughs> so I was like might as well and I was like literally about to leave for LA and I went to go check my ovulation test and my pregnancy test was there and it had two lines and I started freaking out and Kyle was like heading out the door for work and I was like come in here right now just a little and opposite of my reaction yeah. <laughs> just you know two, two sides of the same okay. coin yeah. um and so I was like freaking out like happy crying on the ground Aww. being like I like I have to redo my makeup because I have to like drive up to work and I don't know what to do and so I we like I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to, like, go to the theater, check in with all my crew members, then I'm going to, like, run to CVS, then I'm going to run to my hotel, take, like, a bunch of other actual tests, because I, like, didn't have time to, like, go to CVS, come back home, whatever. But so, on that drive up, I was just sitting in the car for, like, two hours by myself being like, oh my god, like, there's a really good chance I'm pregnant right now. But, like... It also was a cheap test, and, like, it's a day or two before I should, like, really be able to find out. And so I called Sierra. because On I was, that drive, after she had taken the test, and it was so sweet. Because I was, like, I literally, like, I'm not going to tell my, like, random, like, 45-year-old co-workers <laughs> that are, like, all guys. Be like, like, hey, guys, guess hey what? guys, I might be pregnant. <laughs> this was before she was only working on the channel. This was when she was also doing lighting design. Yeah. So she was going to a theater where it was, like, the whole crew was, like, yeah older men mostly (laughs) yeah it was literally all guys and they're like I would say the earliest was probably in their early 30s and then up to like 50 and so I didn't want to walk in and be like hey guys everyone I'm the boss take me seriously also I might be pregnant what do you think (laughs) like look at my pee stick and so I like called Sierra and I was like I, like, I know I had planned to tell you in such a cute way, but I literally, like, am having such, like, crazy thoughts right now because I'm just alone in the car for two (laughs) hours. Like, this is what's happening. And it was, like, really sweet. And I'm glad that, like, I just was able to tell her. And then I think, Jessica, did I text you that day? You texted me and said, hey, can you call? And I was, like, working a 12-hour day. And the next day was, like, what's up? And you called me and I was, like, yeah. You, yeah. I knew you were excited because you even texted me and you're like, hey. Yeah, because like, I was like, who's your OBGYN? <laughs> I just what took a you? test and I found out I was pregnant this morning. And then I freaked out because I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, because I knew you guys were trying. And yeah. then I was like, our babies will be close in age. Yeah, because I, I told Sierra over the phone. Mm-hmm. And then I think the next day I told Jessica over the phone. And then I texted Kenzie. And then I was like, okay. That's it. That's, like, all the, all the people I'm going to tell over the phone and, like, everyone else, I'm going to wait. I'm going to, like, do a cute reveal. And then we were planning to tell my mom, like, two weeks later or a week later or something. And I, like, had a whole thing planned out where I was going to, like, bake a pie and have it be, like, waitress-themed and, like, real cute. And she, like, literally just texted me and said, pregnant, question mark, with, like, a pregnant lady emoji. And I was like, if I don't respond to her, she's going to know. know. But also, I'm not going to lie to my mom and be like, no, LOL, like, just want to hang out. And so I called her and I was like, you're the worst. You ruined my surprise. But so I, I feel like I told people 
pretty early on. Um, we waited until I think 12 weeks for a lot of people, but like a lot of life things just kept happening where I was like, we're going to tell these people. Yeah. Like Kyle's stepdad was really, really sick around that time. And um, they like weren't sure if he was going to make it and all sorts of things. And so we were like, okay, well, obviously we're going to yeah. tell him and we're going to tell Kyle's mom. And then with telling them, it's like, okay, well then we're going to tell like Kyle's stepbrother and his stepbrother's wife and just kind of like keep everyone in the loop. And so I felt like it just kind of like extended out more and more also I'm not someone who's good at like keeping things bottled up and also I was super nauseous and so I felt like when I was like in tech for a show and was running out to go vomit I was like I'm just gonna leave my preggy pops on the tech (laughs) table and like everyone's gonna know so what was the the trying experience like for you was it like exciting was it emotional I'm, like, trying to decide how much I want to say. Because um, I think our trying experience was, like, really funny and, like, really sweet. Um, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, like, trying to decide how much to say. Because yeah. I don't know, like, like how much do you say on a podcast? I mean, as much as you're comfortable with. Maybe just, like, the, emo- like the emotions of it. The emotions like, of it. Like, was it okay. stressful or was it, like, exciting? I think it was really exciting and really fun. I think it was really hard, like, every month that I didn't get pregnant because I feel like it's so kind of like subjective of when you can take a pregnancy test. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, well, maybe like a week before with an early response and then you get a negative on that and then you like keep getting closer and closer and you're like, I'm still getting negatives, but like I haven't gotten my period yet. And so I felt like it was, it was like emotionally draining in that like when I would get my period, I would feel really disappointed. Like, super mm. up and down. Like, yeah. you're so excited, and then well, it's kind of like, oh, this Yeah. Is One of the things I thought was super interesting is the few months before you got pregnant, in that two-week wait, I remember the ones where you didn't get pregnant, you were so sure that you were. Yeah. And the month that you actually got pregnant was the first month you had been like, yeah, I don't think this is the month. Like, I just yeah. don't think this is it. Well, it's crazy because, I mean, I think, first of all, like, period symptoms and just, like, symptoms of like that time of the month are really similar to like early pregnancy symptoms and like talk about that (laughs) well there's there's a whole thing that Skylar told me about called implantation bleeding Mm -hmm. which a lot of like it's it's the the, I had it yeah so and a lot of people think that that's their period Mm -hmm. did you think it was your period or did you know it was implantation bleeding well so that's like kind of where it gets weird of I I think I knew that it was implantation bleeding, but for the last couple months, I had been so convinced that I was pregnant every month and then had, like, constantly been, like, disappointed to find out I wasn't. And so I was like, okay, this really seems like this thing. But also, like, I just, I, like, I need to relax, like, for myself if we're going to continue going on this journey. Like, it could literally be years of us trying, and I don't want to every month be like, I know I'm pregnant. Oh, dang, I'm not pregnant, you know? And so I was like, I'm just going to relax. Like, before, I wasn't drinking, like, at all. And then I just started, like, not drinking during my two-week wait. And so Mm -hmm. I felt like I was just trying to... Make it so that Kyle and I could live our lives as normally as possible and not have it be, like, our entire lives are 
devoted to like trying right because I feel like then you get in a tricky headspace where when it doesn't happen it feels like you're working so actively on something and you're like not getting the payoff of it yeah I feel like that's the best way to do it though like relaxed and stuff like oh if it like for you guys here like if it happens it happens this month if it doesn't it doesn't like whatever because especially too like your body knows when you're like super stressed out about it and like the more you relax, like, honestly, I feel like that's, like, like when you weren't yeah. expecting it, like, that's when it happened. Well, it is it is funny because I, from before I found out I had PCOS, was really preparing. Like, mm-hmm. even before I found out I had PCOS, I was like, I'm going to the dentist. I'm going to a preconception visit. I'm starting prenatals. I'm doing this. Like, I had all these things planned. And I had I got so many comments that were like, just relax and it'll happen. And I'm like, I am relaxed. Like, this is how yeah. I relax. You're like, I am yeah. relaxed. <laughs> The way I can relax is knowing that my plan is in place. Mm -hmm. If I didn't do all that planning, I wouldn't be relaxed. And so, like, for me, yes, I'm doing all this planning. We're going into all these visits. But every month that I don't get pregnant, I don't feel that, like, disappointment. And I don't feel that, like, expectation. Because in my brain, it's like I've done everything in my control. And the rest is up to God and fate and my body. And so I'm not... I don't feel that like pressure on myself of like I am not expecting to get pregnant and if I do that will be a welcome surprise but I'm doing everything in my power that I can. Well and I think too it's like something that people I feel like never talk about with trying is like getting your period already sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Like it already like you feel like crap like you have cramps there's like bleeding like it's not like a fun thing so for that to be the way that you like definitively find out that you're like you're not getting something that you've worked all month for is like a really like hard thing to come around to. it's like you're not pregnant and now you get to bleed and have cramps and feel awful yeah. for the See, next week. But I feel like on the other side of that, I wish that I was getting my period yeah. regularly because I don't get that as like the I am definitively, definitively not, not pregnant. The yeah. only way I find out is by like taking pregnancy tests. Yeah. And that's it. And, and yeah. then I can... I could get to the place and I haven't yet where I'm like, oh, well, maybe it's too early or maybe, yeah. maybe I'm not positive on a pee stick. Like I think... For me, it like I wish that I got my period so that I had that yeah. definitive answer, you know? Totally. Well, and I think like the last thing I'll say on trying without like going into detail, I think that knowing that like you are potentially creating human life is like one of the trippiest, coolest things yeah. ever. And I think like having a lot of fun with it is also like an exciting thing because I feel like, um, hey, like, at least for Kyle and I personally in our lives, we don't, like, plan out when we're going to be romantic together. <laughs> like, it's not like, okay, like... Tonight at 7 p.m. It's not like, yeah. Pencil me in. Yeah, and it's not, like, so consecutive. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I feel like it's fun to be like, okay, like, let's make this fun. Let's yeah. make this exciting. Let's make it, like, a special thing because I've... Like, I read a lot when I was in, like, the, like, what to expect community or whatever of people, like, who really treat it like it's... Like a job almost. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, the end of the day, you're, like, making love to your partner. (laughs) Like, it's, like, a fun thing. So, yeah. So, I don't know. But... Yeah. Especially because, like, at the end of the day, you're able to, like, track down, like, when it happened. Right. So, it's fun to look back and be, like, wow, that was a fun time. Not, like, (laughs) oh, Yeah. That sucked. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. 
Um, so do we want to talk a little bit about like your preconception journey? Sure. Yeah. So like I said, I planned a lot. Um, Stephen and I, since we got married, knew that like around our two year anniversary, we'd probably start having that conversation. Mm-hmm. So we, I got off the pill in April. Mm-hmm. I started taking prenatals in August, which was around our anniversary. And on our anniversary, we decided like, okay, late 2019, early 2020 is when we are thinking we want to try. Yeah. Um, and so I've, I'm not going to go into a ton of detail about like tracking my period and the PCOS stuff because I already have made videos about that on my vlog channel. But um, now kind of where I'm currently at is – so I'm, I was doing the ovulation – strips mm-hmm. and I found out that those actually can be really inaccurate for people with PCOS mm-hmm. um, because your body sometimes will ovulate without the LH hormone being detected oh, or sometimes okay. it will falsely ovulate so you'll get a peak and it's a false peak um, and then you might not peak that month or it might happen later and then you've already thought that it happened yeah. so you're not thinking it was so my dietitian and my OBGYN both actually recommended I use the AVA bracelet which is a bracelet that ha- tracks like your body temperature yeah. to um, dictate when you're ovulating. That's and so cool. And so I literally, that just got delivered today. So tonight we'll be like, oh, here, Jessica has it. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> this is my Ava bracelet. Aww. And it's a color oh, that you yeah, have so much. It is. <laughs> so you wear it when you sleep. And um, then I'm not going to be, I was using the Premom app, which yeah. is what goes with those ovulation test strips that we both used. Yeah. But now this has an app with it where you track like, I had sex today. I had these like yeah. symptoms today. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. That's so awesome. I, it was kind of expensive. So yeah. it might not be the best fit for everyone. I think those uh, cheap strips on Amazon are literally the best if you don't have, if you don't have yeah. PCOS. Yeah. But I'm I, I'm interested to see how this works yeah. for me. So that's so cool. I've gotten that advertised to me a ton. I yeah. think because I was buying so many like preconception things. But since I like didn't have any like my ovulation test strips were like pretty accurate, accurate. for me. Yeah. I like never felt the need to like spend that money. Yeah. But I've seen so many people talking so highly about that bracelet. Yeah, I'm, I'm really I'm really excited to try it. And then in terms of like emotionally right now, like mm-hmm. with trying to conceive. A few things that I think have been interesting is, like I said, I'm not really in the mindset of, like, I'm going to get pregnant right now. I think I'm very, I'm very much, like, at peace that my time to be a mother will come, whether Mm -hmm. that's through pregnancy, through um, adoption, through surrogacy, like, whatever. Like, I am at peace that somehow, some way, it's, it's gonna happen. happen. And I think once I got to that place, I am just so much more relaxed and I'm able to, like, live my life. Mm-hmm. and be excited about the future yeah, yeah, without right. being like it needs to happen now yeah mm-hmm. um also it's been like just fun for Stephen and I to like know that that time is coming up yeah and another thing I think is really interesting is I've gotten a lot of comments from people online and in my personal life that are like it must be so hard that your two best friends are like going through what you want and like all these things I feel the opposite yeah. I feel like being able to talk to you guys about this and that you I get to be around Harlan and soon I'll get to be around baby P and like I get you guys know like what it's like and I get Mm -hmm. to ask you all my dumb questions I feel so much more like just comfortable and relaxed and we can talk about it and I've I've had so many people say like yeah like if you ever just want to like get away from all the baby talk and I'm like 
this is what I want to talk about. I feel like it actually like makes you excited. It does. And we went to the wild animal park and you and Steven were both like so excited. It quells our baby craziness too. Like I was so much more baby crazy before Harlan was born because now I get to like go over and see her and hang out with her and soon like your son will be here and I'll get to spend time with him and like I love that and so I don't feel that and and maybe as time goes on if we're trying for longer I will start to feel that way maybe I won't but right now like keep it coming well and I think it really is about like a shift in perspective I think with so many big things in life like marriage and kids and whatever I feel like that term that you just said has like really stuck with me of like being at peace with knowing that like my time will Will come come. because I even remember like the morning of Kenzie's baby shower I like took a pregnancy test that like I thought for sure was going to be positive and it was negative and I remember being like oh my gosh like I am so sad I'm not pregnant Mm -hmm. and now I'm gonna go and everyone's just gonna be like oh like pregnancy this pregnancy that and but then I like got there and was like no but this is so cool knowing that like at some point in time this will be me this will be me and like this isn't about me right now like this is a hundred percent about Kenzie like let's celebrate her being there now and like be happy knowing that someday I'll be there yeah and then also I could like have a drink with Steven out of the baby bottles (laughs) (laughs) but I feel like that change in perspective with so many things in life is so helpful um I want to make sure that we have time to get to all the different things that we want to talk about yeah um so let's just briefly talk about both of your pregnancies so what your pregnancy was like and then what yours has been like so far my pregnancy was horrible (laughs) um between just being anxious the entire time I was so sick I was sick from the very beginning up until the very end like just throwing up all the time just never felt good so that was really really hard and I feel like it affected me mentally also Mm -hmm. um just because I didn't feel good it's hard to be excited when you're not feeling good and you're so anxious you don't know like is everything going to be okay like so I actually really really struggled um throughout pregnancy physically um mentally with like depression with anxiety with like my body image issues um so that was honestly really hard um but then like afterward was great but just I had a really really hard time with pregnancy like all around yeah I feel like I've kind of had like a roller coaster with pregnancy of I've had a lot of like really like this year objectively has been like one of the hardest years of my life like I haven't talked about it on the podcast but like both of my father-in-laws have passed away within the last couple months like our pet passed away I got into two car accidents one of which like completely totaled my car and both of pregnant. which while I was pregnant yeah. like I've had so many really hard things happen and then also like just regular pregnancy wise like I'm super susceptible to nosebleeds yeah <laughs> like I like have always like ever since I was young like every woman in my family except for my mom like all of her sisters everyone has gotten breast reductions because I feel like my boobs are just like disproportionate to the rest of my body and so like I've always had really bad back problems Mm -hmm. and so like that on top of like my boobs getting even bigger now with pregnancy and now having like a big stomach like just I feel like really achy is like really achy and hard and I've just had a lot of like hard 
things happen but I feel like I'm just so grateful to be pregnant that mm-hmm. like I just try and like make everything happen like enjoy <laughs> like, it. Yeah. yeah and so and I think knowing that like if Kyle and I ever have another kid we're only planning on maybe having one mm-hmm. so like there's a really good chance that this could be my last pregnancy right. so you're like so trying to in. like enjoy it be <laughs> like okay this is something that's like so bad that it's kind of funny yeah (laughs) you know what I mean like I don't know and so I think my pregnancy has been really hard but really awesome and so I feel like it's been the best and worst (laughs) times of I think that I for a while I was saying that I liked being pregnant more than I like not being pregnant just because I like like not feeling alone Mm -hmm. like I feel like I always have like a little buddy with me like there are a lot of like really great things but also I think like body image has been a really hard thing for me in pregnancy um and I don't know if we want to talk about that at all yeah if you guys are open to talking about it I think that's one of those things that is not talked about as much it's talked a lot like postpartum of like you, you know the the pressure to like get your body back which I just hate that phrase altogether Mm -hmm. but during pregnancy too I think is really hard because your body is changing so much yeah I mean I think the I think the really hard thing for me and I don't know if it was similar for you Kenzie but for me it's like at first the things that were changing were all things that like I kind of expected to change like I expect to like grow a stomach (laughs) like I expect (laughs) for my boobs to get bigger but I feel like the things that have been hard are like my face is so much rounder than it used to be. And, like, I don't even know if other people can really tell. I definitely cannot no. tell. But, but for me, I feel like I look in the mirror and I, like, my face yeah. looks so different. Like, it's not like, okay, the rest of me has, like, changed, but, like, I'm still me. Like, I think it's weird looking and seeing that. Or, like, I've, like, never really been self-conscious about my arms. And, like, now I'm really self-conscious about my arms. Yeah. You know, I think it's, like these weird things that you don't expect to come with pregnancy that do and then I don't know I feel like for me it was because my I mean I grew a belly and like that was like it and I feel like it's for me everyone was like oh you're so small like you're pregnant you're so small like you're you stayed so small and I feel like that put so much pressure on me to stay small because everyone's like oh my gosh like you don't even look pregnant like you you only gained a belly and so that put me in such an unhealthy headspace because I was like okay I need to stay small then so Mm -hmm. and um, they were meaning it as a compliment yeah and and it was nice you know it's nice but it just it took me in such an unhealthy direction to where it was like okay I need to stay small then so I would which I I you know you have to eat you're you're feeding your baby your baby's growing but I was very, very, very aware of how much I was eating and, like, just my legs. Like, I would look in the mirror and instead of looking at, like, my growing belly, I'm like, are my legs still small? Yeah. Like, are my arms still small? Like, is mm-hmm. am I getting bigger anywhere else? Yeah. And it just – it made it so, like – it just added to, like, the anxiety yeah. of just being pregnant and just the way that you look because people were constantly commenting on yeah. it. And, like, even though they, like, meant it in a nice way and I was like, oh, like, thanks, like – it did put so much yeah. like pressure on me. I mean, Sierra's probably sick of me talking about I'm it because I literally talk about it thing. like every day. Because I would go as far as to say, probably every other day, I have someone tell me that of like, 
people either like not knowing that I'm pregnant mm-hmm. or being like, oh my God, you don't look pregnant at all. Yeah. Like I literally got a flu shot a couple days ago and the nurse who was giving me the flu shot, I was like telling her, I was like, hey, like also just so you know, like my doctor told me to come in because I'm eight months pregnant. Yeah. She was like, you are not pregnant. Yeah. And I was like, yes, I am. And I'm eight months pregnant. Yeah. Like I, I didn't think it was a compliment when I was like 12 weeks pregnant, but at least then I understood, like, to other people, looking small is, like, desirable. So to mm-hmm. them, they're giving me a compliment. Right. Even if I don't perceive it that way. But at this point in my pregnancy, like, I, even, like, this weekend, I went to that childbirth class. And I, like, got in the car for, like, our lunch break. And I told Kyle, I was like, there are people due at the end of February who literally look, like, double as pregnant as I do. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like They're just my, showing more. Yeah, like, my stomach just hasn't grown a ton. And, like, I, like, from an outsider's perspective, I feel like I look pretty similar to how I looked before I was pregnant. And so I still get people telling me all the time, like, oh, my gosh, like, you're so small. Like, oh, my gosh, See, mine, I didn't even know you were pregnant. Mine wasn't even so much my belly because I eventually I did. My yeah. belly did stick out, yeah. you know, quite a bit. Yeah. It was just, like, my body, like, everything yeah. else that I was, like, okay, like, that needs, like, so I started working out, which I don't work out. I'm pretty, la- pretty lazy. So, I mean, it was healthy that I was working out, but I wasn't doing it for, for healthy the right reasons. reasons. Yeah. I wasn't doing it because I knew it was good. I was doing it because I was, like, okay, like, I'm eating extra calories. Like, I need to combat that. I need to work out. I need to go on walks. So. Yeah. So, for people who are listening, what do you guys think? are the best compliments to give someone who's pregnant what do you think is the best way to like if you want to say something about how oh my gosh your pregnancy is progressing or whatever you want to say what do you think is something that if someone said that to you that would be a compliment well I think you just need to think about it as like in the same vein as what you would say to a not pregnant person Mm. like I would never comment on a not pregnant person's body and be like oh my gosh Sierra your body looks like this like I would either compliment you on like a character like trait that you have like oh my gosh like you are so kind you are so Mm. smart you're so whatever or I'd be like oh my gosh you're glowing today like your hair looks amazing like I would never be like oh my gosh you look so small oh my gosh like I didn't even have you been eating like you look so small like that's just yeah it's the same thing I feel like we were talking about earlier with spanking of like why is it so okay to like comment on pregnant women's bodies Mm. I feel like it like you just shouldn't as a general rule just because you don't know the type of person how they're gonna take it like you don't know their history yeah for me it was they meant it as a compliment and it's nice but they didn't know the way that I would take it and as a person who does have a history Mm -hmm. of that I took it in such an unhealthy like obsession way yeah and even though they didn't mean it that way like it ended up causing me problems No, I mean, we talked about it, I think, in our last podcast or two podcasts ago. I, like, went to the doctor, and I had, like, lost weight Mm -hmm. in the last month um, when I should have at least been staying the same if, like, not gaining weight. And, like, we got in the car, and Kyle was like, have you been, like, intentionally losing weight? Like, this is a hard conversation to have, but, like, just making sure that, like, you are eating and you are good. And it was, like, a really weird thing of, like, I was still eating I was whatever but I really had to check in with myself and be Mm -hmm. like am I falling into unhealthy habits like what does like could this be happening subconsciously because I I don't know 
because my body is changing so much and whatever so do you think it's best just to compliment on ways of you're glowing your oh, yeah. your hair looks great. Oh how my gosh! Exciting. How exciting! You look, what a cute like, outfit! Yeah. What a yeah. I I just I feel like commenting on people's like especially because with pregnancy everything's about like weight gain. Amazing. So it's like, wow, you look so much more pregnant than the last time I saw you. Or oh, you look so small. It's like not like why? It's just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I've stopped saying thank you, which I feel like is a big thing. For a while, I'd be like, oh ha like thanks yeah but now I just go I just like laugh at it and I like intentionally don't say thank you because I feel like it's I'm not thankful for it and so I shouldn't be like telling strangers I think that's important I don't know um do oh sorry I was gonna say do we want to talk a little bit about like your birth and postpartum that's what I was gonna say yeah 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 and then we'll get into all the questions yeah okay how should we start that um so do you want to talk about like because you had how do you say it padrone prodromal labor prodromal labor so I was so done being pregnant physically mentally Mm -hmm. like I wanted this baby out and you were 40 weeks right I was almost 40 weeks okay oh when I gave birth I was yeah yeah you gave Um, birth to Harlan on on my on my due date yeah that's but I was just I feel like as I got more pregnant, my anxiety actually got worse. Yeah. Um. But so I got a membrane sweep, which is when the doctor um, <laughs> basically goes in and detaches the amniotic sac from the uterine wall. And if your body is ready, you'll go into labor. Yeah. Um, my, you, is that something you have to ask for? Or are they like, okay, time for the membrane sweep? It depends. Sweep. The doctor, they'll offer it. They'll never do it without your consent. Okay. Um, it's yeah. just if – they'll offer it to you Mm -hmm. um, once you're a certain. Like, for me, you had to be 39 weeks, and I had to be at least one centimeter dilated. Um, Wait, so you're dilated before you go to the hospital? Oh, yeah. It's different for everyone. Some people dilate weeks before. Some people don't dilate until they're in active labor. That was, like, Um, a big thing they talked about in the class, too, of, like, a lot of people, if you know that you're prone to, like, anxiety, maybe, like, have your doctor not tell you. Because you can be dilated for, like, weeks. Weeks. Yeah. And so if you go in and they're like – you're dilated one centimeter and then you don't give birth for like four more weeks for the next four mm-hmm. weeks you're it's, gonna be like it goes back to like but i'm dilated not right. getting pregnant yet but yeah so pause I, real quick yeah i have a question yeah mm-hmm. so with braxton hicks contractions do you dilate them no braxton mimicking, braxton like, hicks are practice contractions okay. so they don't they don't actually dilate you, you don't dilate them. no yeah okay. but um so I got checked and I was 39 weeks and I was one centimeter dilated and she's like, do you want me to do the sweep? And I was like, yes, do the sweep. <laughs> and boy, do I regret that. Um, oh, really? So much. Um, my body was not ready. So it started my labor contractions, but my body just wasn't ready yet. Mm. So I had full blown labor contractions for five minutes apart constantly for two full days before I got admitted to the hospital and was that because like would that not have happened if it wasn't for the membranes probably not they started my contractions and my body just wasn't ready yeah um so those were like hands down the hardest two days of my life like I did not sleep a single second for 48 hours before going into like real labor um TJ would get up for work at 5 a.m. and I would just be pacing the living room same way that it was when he went to bed. I would take baths. I would try to do everything. And it was just, I've never been in so much pain. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I went into the hospital at one point because I was like, I cannot handle this. And I just, I wasn't dilating, but they were like, they hooked me up to the monitor and they're like, yeah, girl, like you've got contractions. Like maybe we'll see you tonight. And I'm just like. So you had to go home after that. Yeah. So I went home. But then the very next morning I called my mom and I was like, I cannot do this. I haven't slept. I'm in so much pain. Like my, they felt sooner than five minutes. I was like, I don't know if this is real or if it's not. Like I could literally just like give birth here. So we went in and. They hooked me up to the machine, and they were like, oh, my gosh, like, you're having full-blown contractions. They're three minutes apart, and they checked my dilation, and I was literally at, like, a two. Oh, whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. But they were like, we cannot send you home like this, which I was like, oh, bless. And so the people who are listening know you have to be at a 10 to push. So a two is, like, really early on still. they won't even admit you until you're a four, unless your water has broken, which mine obviously had not. Mm -hmm. So Did they break your water? They did. Okay. So, but I ended up actually getting admitted because my contractions were so bad. They were like, we just, we can't send you home. Um, And then they gave me some pain medicine. And once I was able to relax, my body actually did start dilating. Um, And then I got the epidural and I was able to relax more. And they broke my water. And it was, once I was in the hospital, I was fine. But just those two days were so horrible. I really wish I would have just like held on for like a little bit longer and not done that maybe it would have been different but well and I feel like that was a big thing I learned too is I feel like there are so many choices that you have in mm-hmm. those situations of like there are ways like you can decide to like have your water broken yeah. you can decide to have a, a membrane sweep or is it called a membrane yeah. sweep um like there are so many things that you can do to like speed up the process also with like how you react to pain meds a lot of like apparently the big misconception is that like epidurals slow down the birthing process Mm because they like relax your body but so some moms are like so tense that they need to be relaxed for their Mm. body to like work naturally so for a lot of people epidurals actually like speed up the labor process so I feel like a lot of the birthing process is like knowing yourself and knowing like how you react to and everyone is so different yeah it's just it's because I mean I needed some I was not relaxed for those two days I mean I had full-blown contractions and it dilated me like half a centimeter right and then once I could relax I actually started dilating then which was so you go into the hospital you get the epidural what happens next you just hang out (laughs) like you literally just they're like oh you should try and sleep um which I should have I hadn't slept for two days but like I was like excited and I just felt I was so happy to like finally be like in the hospital Mm -hmm. um I tried napping but like I couldn't and it was really just checks like they would come in and they would check you um they broke my water um and I was really just, like, hanging out. And it, it took forever because, like, apparently, like, they were like they were waiting for, like, one side of my cervix to, like, change. There was, like, something. Yeah. And the baby had to drop more until they kept, like, oh, we're probably going to start pushing in an hour. I'm, like, great. An hour would go by. Mm, well, I'll come check you again in an hour. Yeah. yeah. And then it happened, like, a couple times. I didn't end up giving birth until, like, 2-something in the morning. But... And what was the actual process, like, of giving birth? It was just so much more relaxed than I thought I mean you see in the movies and they're like screaming and sweating and everyone's freaking out but like it was so like we were just so relaxed and I I did have my epidural but they kind of like it wore off a little bit and they kind of turn it down when you're pushing because they want you to be able to feel it so you know where you're pushing and even though like it did hurt like I don't know maybe it was different for me I was just so relaxed 
that like they were like oh you're doing so good like is this your first baby and like yeah I don't really care I just want her out (laughs) (laughs) like did you have like music playing or anything like what was TJ doing was TJ like holding your hand everyone was just so tired Mm, I think it had been so long yeah it had been such a long day it was literally like 2 a.m. Um, we were just all, I don't even, I didn't have music playing. It w- the TV might have been on, but, like, <laughs> we were just, like, just doing it. And, like, yeah. so, like, there's, like, I mean, the doctor doesn't come in until the baby's, like, about to come out, literally. Is yeah. it just a nurse? It's just a nurse, okay. yeah. So it's, like, a nurse person. and TJ <laughs> and my mom, and they would just, like, hold your legs, and you'd push, and then everyone would relax, and then you'd push again, and then you'd just relax. And yeah. so, yeah. Wow. It, was, it was. And then different. she comes out. And then she came out. And... Um, they put her, like, on your chest, and it's... What's that moment like? Is it, like, surreal? Okay, I... Honestly, I was so tired. I, like, don't remember a lot, like, super clearly. I just That's remember crazy. when... Well, first of all, the doctor's like, oh, her head's coming out. Do you want to touch it? And I was like, mm, not really. <laughs> but, like, I did anyways, and that was, like, weird. Like, her... Like, that was just so weird. I was like, oh, my gosh. And then when they put the baby on your chest, and you're just, like... I thought I would, like be super emotional I was later but like it was just a moment of like oh my gosh like like relief this is my baby like this is my daughter and I made her and like it's like a human just like there and she's like moving and making noise and it's just like the craziest thing like it's just crazy like I honestly loved giving birth 10 out of 10 would do it again (laughs) don't ever want to get pregnant ever again but would give birth but would give birth again okay do, do oh. we want to go through the questions? Yeah, I have one more question. Yep. Did you bring well, – like, what did you bring with you to the hospital? Other than, like, normal things. Like, did you bring anything So everyone specific? tells you, like, oh, don't pack a lot of stuff. You won't use it. I'm like, oh, okay. Packed my whole house. <laughs> um, I'm an overpacker. It's fine. But you really – I really didn't use any of it. They have everything there. Yeah. If you're picky if, – I mean, I brought my own pillow. Mm-hmm. So if you're picky about, like, your pillow or – your nightgown or you want your slippers or you want your own shampoo bring that but I really like I had my phone I had my charger I had my pillow um and my makeup and I did you wear makeup during birth so I wasn't like I didn't really care but because labor was so long and so boring I was like I'm just gonna do my makeup like whatever but so next time I definitely will not bring so much stuff because I (laughs) really did not use like any of it but that's so interesting okay um did you want to ask your question or was that it that was my okay cool cool cool. (laughs) okay um so we can do these kind of like rapid fire ish not like rapid fire like one word but you know maybe 30 seconds to a minute of each question cool yeah (laughs) um so do you still get your period when you're pregnant no no I mean, actually, some people do. Like, the show, like, I didn't know I was what? pregnant. Some people do. But it's That's just not, not an act. But it's not normal. Yeah. Okay. What? I don't know how that could physically happen. I, well, because it must not actually be your period, right? It's just, like, bleeding. No. Like, but, uh, have you seen the show? Like, some people literally get their periods still. That's what? Crazy. Wait, but that doesn't make scientific okay. sense. Guess we'll have to do some research oh, after wait. this. So <laughs> I was like, that's literally... It's your I, body shedding should, the lining yeah. that it's preparing for the egg. So what? Most, li- most <laughs> people, I feel like people in that show no. must as be a, lying. As a general rule, no, okay. you don't. <laughs> and then, so that was someone else's question. This is my question. How long does it take you for your period to come back after you give birth? Everyone's different. And a lot mm-hmm. of times it actually depends on if you're breastfeeding or not. Mm-hmm. But still, everyone's so different. You could be breastfeeding. You could get it like a couple months. I just got my first one. Okay. 
uh, like two weeks ago, so which I'm super butthurt about. Is that weird for you that like you could get pregnant again? It's like terrifying. Yeah. And but I really did not miss having my period. So now it's like maybe I should just get pregnant again. My brother. <laughs> oh I mean, if you love giving birth so much, I know. My a hobby. my just- brother and I are 14 months apart. And that seemed so normal for me growing up to be 14 months apart. And then now I think about it, I'm like, wait, my mom got pregnant when she had a five month old? Could not be me. Like, that's wild. Like, that's so so cool. So, whenever now, when I think about kids who are close in age, I think about it so much differently. Because how long would you say, like, your recovery process was? Again, it's different for everyone, but for me, I would say. I stopped bleeding within two weeks after. Yeah. Um, th- only the first couple days to a week, you're really, really sore. And it yeah. hurts. It, honestly, it hurts so bad. Um, but I did not – some people bleed the full six weeks and, like, yeah. heavy bleed. I did not. I got pretty lucky with that. But um, – Well, and then a lot of things depend on, like, if you got stitches right, yeah. or right. all of it. How bad you tore. Um, it wasn't horrible, but – yeah. I mean, it's not like it's fun. Um, epidural. Did you get one? Happy? Regrets? And do you plan to get one? I plan on getting one. I I feel like after listening, I mean, I've done a lot of research on, like, all the different types of, like, first of all, if you can do, like, natural versus not. And then if you're going to be medicated, like, what kind of medication you can be on. Um, there's, what is it called? Oh, my gosh. I literally said the name of it earlier. There's another medication that's super popular that's basically, like, a pain reliever all over. Mm. So it doesn't, like, numb you. It just makes you, like, a little less in pain. Yeah. Um, but also that means that, like, you're a little, like, loopier and yeah. a little more out of it because the epidural just numbs you from, like, the waist your down. waist and down. And it numbs you. Like, yeah. you, I, could, you, I couldn't lift my own legs. Are you glad so, that you had an epidural? Uh, yeah, easy answer. Yes and yes. <laughs> uh, loved it. Big fan. Okay. If I ever get pregnant, I plan on having an epidural. Yeah, it was great. Um, Oh, that's the same one. Okay. Weirdest thing that you cried over during pregnancy? Everything. Yeah. I feel like everything. Just everything. Like, you'll make toast and you'll be like, I really love toast. (laughs) Like, just everything. Um, Kenzie, what has surprised you about being a mom? Honestly, I feel like I had so much experience going into it that there hasn't really been anything that's, like, surprised me. Um, I feel like breastfeeding, though, was – that was the biggest thing that, like – I mean, obviously, I had never done that. (laughs) Um, So that was, like, the biggest change, the biggest thing to get used to, and just how crazy it is, like, how your body is, like, just knows. Like, that that was probably breastfeeding. Because everything else, I mean, I know – I knew what to expect as far as, like, her – Right. Like also, what to do. is it weird now, like, knowing what she looks like? Because I feel like that's the weirdest thing at this point in my pregnancy is that, like, he has a face. Yeah. No. Like, that... his features are determined. I just don't know. It is. Him. And yeah. it's crazy how much they change so fast because you don't yeah. know day to day. And then I was looking at pictures. I was texting Sierra the other day. I was looking at pictures of her and I was like, she looks so different. Yeah, she does. And yeah. now I need to have another baby. <laughs> <laughs> Um, someone said, I was talking to a pregnant friend recently and she was saying it's just awful. True or false? True. I would say false. (laughs) See? (laughs) And that's the thing is it totally depends on your experience. Um, is it true that your fingers swell up? Yes. I'm literally wearing a fake ring right now. I I didn't. I could 
get my regular ring on but also I have such bad anxiety that like one time I had my regular ring on and at the end of the day I was like trying to get it off and it was kind of hard and so I was like I'm just fake ringing it for the rest of my pregnancy because if there came a day where I felt like it was stuck that would freak me out yeah no mine didn't um this is my favorite question this is from a girl named Hannah Hannah and I have like the same brain do you fart more because of the baby pressing on your gut (laughs) I mean yeah 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 I feel like I feel like pregnancy is weird with like flatulence just everything processing pregnancy is I mean everyone's like oh you're glowing it's so glamorous and it's not really like the most glamorous time like you're swollen I mean I wasn't super swollen but it's like you're swollen you just everything is just kind of like it is beautiful but it's also really gross I mean a big thing that's like kind of in that same area that I've never heard anyone talk about is like I've worn a panty liner for like 80% of my pregnancy And, like, it was a really weird thing going into the store. Because, like, even in middle school, I, like, didn't really wear pads. I, like, just have always been, like, a tampon lady. Mm -hmm. And so going into, like, the tampon pad aisle and being, like, do they make panty liners for thongs? Yeah. (laughs) Like, is that a thing? And they do. There's one brand that does. They're really great. So. Um, Random costs associated with pregnancy and childbirth that you didn't expect beforehand. Ooh. I feel like everything. Yeah. Like, I feel like healthcare is a huge thing. I know Kenzie and I have talked a lot about that. It just, again, like, it depends the person. It depends, like, your pregnancy. I mean, it depends your symptoms. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, for you, you're going and you're buying, like, random little pads that you, like, never wore. Yeah. Some people have to go to the chiropractor, and that's expensive. Like, just random things that you don't yeah. think about. Like, I, my Amazon packages, like, when I was pregnant, and especially after giving birth, like, have just quadrupled. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I also feel like pregnancy, I mean, there are certain things that, like, you have to buy, but I feel like pregnancy and parenthood and all of the things are kind of expensive or as expensive as you make them Mm -hmm. of, like, even, like, how much maternity clothes do you buy? Like, I really, we bought one maternity-specific shirt for that video, Mm -hmm. and I've bought maternity leggings in, like, one pair of maternity jeans that I never wear. And everything else, I've just been buying, like, a, a size, size bigger, up. yeah. And then I'm like, well, when I'm not pregnant, either, like, that will be my size, or if I ever am the size I was before I was pregnant, then it'll just be, like, an oversized sweater. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, that's fine. Um, was it hard to agree on a name with your husband's? Ooh. Um, yeah, I no. I feel like Harlan, luckily, we both liked, especially, like, when we put it together. Like, Harlan Elizabeth Hanks, TJ, was really on board with that. Prior to her name, yes. He liked names that I didn't like, and all my names, he's like, those are weird. (laughs) So, that was hard, but then, luckily, like, Harlan, we were both like, okay, we love that. You were all on board. Yeah, I feel like the first name wasn't really hard for us, because Kyle and I have, like, very similar tastes and everything. The hard thing that we're currently still going through is, so, our plan originally was to name our baby like insert first name here the letter j and then paulette because kyle's stepfather that passed away everyone on like that side of the family is named after him so they're all like jp and kyle has a different last name than him so we wanted to like honor him by doing Mm -hmm. that but then kyle's other dad passed away and so now it's like we want to also incorporate his initial in it because that seems like really disrespectful and like weird not to 
Um, but then also, like, we kind of want to incorporate my dad's name in it. Because oh. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, I have then it's both my of his, stepdad. Yeah. Two of his three grandpas. Yeah, and <laughs> he's, like, going to spend so much time with my right. stepdad. Yeah. And so now it's like, okay, we, like, definitely need to work a J and a D into this. Yeah. Or, like, ideally a J, D, and E. Yeah. Or we just, like, completely throw the initials out the window and are like, just a random middle name so i think we're going or we're on the path of we're leaning towards jude i yeah. like which i, I like feel that. like is <laughs> jessica's dancing um but yeah so that's been the only hard thing is because i feel like with everything else it's like whatever floats your boat yeah, and that we're like good. okay now we have a lot of requirements to me and i feel like i'm pretty specific with the names i like yeah so. um did you have whack body image issues during pregnancy or did you love the changes <laughs> Whack, whack, whack for sure i mean yeah. looking back i loved my belly i wish i loved it more when i was pregnant i wish i yeah. like really like embraced it because i miss it a lot but during pregnancy definitely whack yeah well i feel like your belly's at least for me like the easiest thing to embrace because yeah. i'm like that is literally my, my baby, baby. Mm-hmm. um i think a thing i didn't expect with my belly is i got a lot of stretch marks and so, and I feel like you only, again, ever see stretch marks, like, postpartum, people, like, posting about them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, like, started getting them. And I was like, oh, what's happened? Like, I guess it makes sense that I would get them during the pregnancy when my belly's growing. But you always just see images, like, on social mm-hmm. media of people with, with like, their, their baby, postpartum, yeah. Yeah. whatever. But so I think that's been, like, kind of a hard thing to, like turn around and like really love and really embrace like yeah. I'm getting these because my body is growing because I'm growing a baby yeah which is cool it's yeah. super cool um was giving birth painful um I had the epidural before it was painful then I got the epidural was magical um <laughs> pushing her out is painful but it's like a it's like a weird pain like is it like euphoric almost because it's yeah happening? because it's painful I mean re- I remember sitting there with her head literally like half out while <laughs> we're taking a break like TMI but that's what's what's going yeah, on yeah. and I was sitting there like dang this hurts like yeah this is like I need and you the have ent- the highest pain tolerance of like anyone ev- I anyone. know and my baby head is in the 97th percentile so that hurt (laughs) yes but it's different like you're sitting there and you just you just want the head to just go on and get all the way out and then and then it's fine after that they just pull it out and it's just like bless but um what was the first baby item you got once you found out that you were pregnant um i know the first thing we got uh, when we were starting to try, like the day that we were like, okay, we're gonna start trying, we went down to I like my favorite store of all time is in North Park. It's called Pigment. Ten out of ten would oh, recommend. I love Pigment. Has a cute I follow their Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and we like went and got this like little stuffed animal, and we're like, this is fun because I feel like when once we have the baby, we can look back, and this is kind of like I don't know the beginning of our journey. Mm-hmm. Like we can look back at this and be like wow, remember we, like, wanted this baby so bad. <laughs> like, yeah. that's so. sweet. I honestly, I feel like, wait, is this when I found out I was pregnant? When you found out you were pregnant, what's the first thing that you bought? <sighs> honestly, because I was so anxious, I did not want to get excited about yeah. it. So I was like, I'm not buying anything until mm-hmm. I know that, like, everything's okay. Eventually, um, I, I think I honestly waited until I knew, like, just 
like I knew when I found out like her gender and stuff I think I bought a swaddle blanket or maybe I bought like a cute pair of pajamas but I was just in the beginning I was like I'm not buying anything like I cannot get myself excited for this but yeah yeah so um what were your weird what was one weird pregnancy symptom you didn't expect Ooh, um Kenzie you can go first if you can think of something I don't know a weird pregnancy symptom I didn't expect. Honestly, I was just so sick that any other symptom kind of was just, I didn't pay any t- I mean, I was just throwing yeah. up all the time. Yeah. I feel like for me, it's been like my nosebleeds because I, I like get them when I like sneeze or whatever. Do you get a lot? And I've gotten a decent amount. I got but- one and it was for like an hour. Yeah, well, so I, I've, i like, gotten them, like, little nosebleeds, like, occasionally, and I felt like I got kind of used to that, but then the other day I got really, really stressed, and I could tell, like, my blood pressure was getting higher, oh. and I got, like, a stress nosebleed, which Whoa. was, like, the first oh, time weird. ever That's in my life, weird. and then it lasted for, like, over an hour, yeah. and so I was, like, now I'm more stressed out, because I'm constantly having to, like, change this tissue in my nose. Where you're, like, I'm bleeding out. Yeah. yeah. I had to get in the shower and just bleed. It was yeah. the... It was oh, the man. heaviest nosebleed I've ever had in my entire life. Like, That's it was – I was like, am I going to have to go to, like, the doctor and get it, like, cauterized or something? Yeah. Because it was crazy. Bad, um, Someone said, I bought the ovulation test that Skylar used. What did you Ooh. pee into it for the test? So, I actually bought, like, little pee cups from Amazon. That's what I bought, too. I will link them in the description, or Kyle will, <laughs> Um, the test <laughs> and the cups because I, I just – you can't yeah. pee on those little strips. Yeah, you can't pee on the strips. And then also you don't really, I at least for me personally, I don't want to like pee in my drinking cups. <laughs> like I know that True. whatever, yeah. you're washing them, but yeah. Yeah. Sorry, planet. Um, Let's see. Oh, this is a good one to end on. Did you always know that you wanted to be a mother and, or was it something that you figured out? Always. Yeah. Same. I mean anyone who knows me Kenzie used to like eat a burrito and then take a mirror selfie and be like wow I can't wait someday this is what it's gonna look like (laughs) when I'm pregnant um no definitely always I have always been so baby crazy and then just nannying and everything I think Mm -hmm. it was no surprise to literally anybody that when I got pregnant I think I mean I was like think oh everyone's gonna be so shocked I think everyone was just like yep makes sense yep Kenzie's (laughs) pregnant knew that was coming especially because you nannied for so long like you've just always been someone who loves kids yeah yeah definitely I feel like for me, I've always wanted kids. I think I've had like kind of two phases of my like late teen and adult life. I think for a really long time, I was really, really, really work oriented of I like Kyle and I lived in LA. I was working like 12, 14 hour days every day. Like I really was like, I'm gonna be a lighting designer on Broadway. Yeah, and you even flew I'm, to New York to lighting design a show there. Yeah, and I, I really was like making these big strides in my career and I really took a lot of pride in being like, I'm running a crew of 20 men and I'm like this boss lady. Um, but also I've Can't always relate. been like <laughs> <laughs> But also I've been always been like a very like lovey dovey person of yeah. like I really wanted to get married. I like have always wanted to have children, but I think in my brain, like Kyle and I were never going to have kids in LA just right. because mm. like North Hollywood is like such a crazy <laughs> place um and so I think that once I decided like hey I'm not finding that much joy in my work I think this is just like me being obsessive and me wanting to like be the best at it um and I started kind of taking a step back from 
like working such crazy hours and working on such crazy projects that I was like what do I find the most joy in in life and I realized that it was like taking care of people and like family and yeah stuff like that. and yeah. so I was like man taking care of someone yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. for the next at least 18 years Sounds great. And so Sign me up. <laughs> I felt like once I kind of made that mental shift and we decided that like our goal was to get down to San Diego, our goal was to have a family, then I got really baby crazy yeah. and have been on the train ever since. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Um, yeah, I went through, I'd say kind of like you, two different phases. When I was in high school, I was like, I am going to be a career woman. Like mm -hmm. I, no matter what it is, if it's starting my own business, even if it's like being a teacher, if it's being a CEO, like if it's going into politics, I'm like, yeah. I am going to do something. And so I used to like literally say like, I'm never getting married. I'm never having children. Like mm -hmm. that's just going to slow me down. And yeah. I used to make jokes. I remember to my grandma, my grandma, when I was like 17, I was like, oh yeah, I'm never getting married. And she was like, well, how are you going to give me grandbabies? And I was like, I don't know. You're just going to have to figure it out. It's not going to be me. <laughs> and um, then I met Steven and I was like, wow, like this man is so amazing and supports me in my career. Yeah. And then as much like I love him so much that then I couldn't shake this idea of like us going into parenthood together. Yeah. Yeah. And that just sounded so amazing. And then I... I don't know if it's a hormonal thing or an age thing or just a change in my personality, but all of a sudden, every time I'd see a baby, I was like, oh my gosh, I really can't wait for that time in my life. Like, I really want to do that. Yeah. I feel like that speaks volumes to your relationship, though. Like, your relationship mm, yeah. with Steven, like, mm -hmm. the fact that it want, made you want a family, whereas before, yeah. you're like, I'm never getting married, like, yeah. never want kids. I think that's so sweet. No, it's so it's true. It's so funny. I do feel like, I don't know, it is so interesting seeing where we all are at and, mm -hmm. like, where we all were and yeah. I don't know it all just kind of makes Crazy. sense yeah <laughs> well I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast it was a long one um be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube and Apple Podcasts give us a review um and let us know down in the comments uh if you are a mom what your experience was like or mm -hmm. if you aren't a mom if that's something that you want to do in your life or if it was just interesting to hear about all the weird stuff that isn't Comes talked about as much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And thank you, Kenzie, yeah, for being for on. Thanks for having me, guys. It was fun. I appreciate it. <laughs> we I love you. We love guys, you. Guys, stop. You're making me blush. <laughs> um, and we will see you guys next Monday. Bye. Bye.